What's, What's up, up everybody? everybody? Welcome back to the Mindset Mogul Podcast. We are your hosts, Josh Jacobs and Bradley Mora, and we are back with another episode. What's going on, Brad? How are you today, brother? I'm doing good, man. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I got high energy, if you couldn't tell already, but I'm feeling great. It's freaking hot as shit out right now, man, in Chicago. It's like 95 degrees today and humid, and Damn. the air quality is like 140. It's terrible, but... <laughs> Still sat outside all morning on the balcony. It was great. <laughs> oh, but you see bad you? air quality? Yeah, bad air quality. There's like smog and I don't know. They said it's from the Canada fires or whatever. But yeah. Going all so, the way down to Chicago. Yeah. A, a dude, a few weeks ago, it was like orange out and it was smoky. And you couldn't even see the top of the Hancock building. And they said Damn. that standing outside for an hour was like smoking six cigarettes or something like that. Jesus. Yeah, so I stood yeah. out there all day. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, man. See, I just want to mess around today. But uh, what's going on with you? Anything new? I just saw you in Chicago. It was great to see you in person. So that was cool. Yeah, I'd say hanging out with you is like the new thing that I got going on. Now I'm back, back in San Francisco. It's definitely, it's just always like 60 degrees here. And so I appreciate the consistency. But yeah, seeing you was great. Being in Chicago for a bit was good, and now it's good to be back, and we'll talk more about it, but time to hit the hammer hard. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about that. I, I texted you yesterday, I think it was, and I was like, man, I am going to go, I am going to lose 30 pounds in the next, I don't know, two months or whatever I said, which I know that's a lot, like, you know, losing 30 pounds in two months is a lot, but I could definitely do it because I have the weight to lose. Because even though I lost a shitload of weight, I still have a lot more to lose. I was fat. So uh, I uh, I just wanted to publicly announce that and just make a commitment to you. And I even I text you. I'm like, hold me accountable. Like I, you know, summer is tough because there's a lot of traveling is always my excuse, which I'm done using as an excuse. But summer is also difficult because I shouldn't say that. Every single part of the year is difficult. Like you can make an excuse for anything, right? I could say winter's difficult because the only thing to do is drink or whatever. But like, at least for me in my mind, summer's difficult because I don't do anything from November to May. I hibernate I, unless I'm traveling because Chicago sucks during November to May. So sucks. like, I, yeah, it's terrible. So I really like to enjoy myself in the summer and I like to go to rooftops and I like to do all my meetings with people out at, you know, places like that. And, um, you know, I just, we had this conversation about like balance and, you know, how, how close to a hundred can we go by still allowing us to do the things that we really enjoy and all that stuff. And, and basically I came to the conclusion that like, I am going to do the things that I enjoy doing, like going to those rooftops, but I am going to not let that be an excuse to not do something when I get home from that rooftop or the next morning or whatever. I am going to be committed just like I am when I'm on 75 hard every single day to getting my shit done. And I am going to be in the best shape that I've ever been in in my entire life by the end of this year. And not only that, I'm going to be in the best shape I've been in since I was like 13 years old, actually better <laughs> shape than I've ever been in because I have never had muscle and stuff like that. So all I'm saying is to you and anybody else that's listening is I'm fucking going hard and I feel really excited about it. 
So, yeah, I think we got to use this as an opportunity to like, you know, we do these accountability pods mainly for ourselves and it feels great when we do them. And I think we have to use this as an opportunity to come up with our mindset mogul non-negotiables and start checking in every single week on those. It will give the audience a chance to participate if they want to. So we should make a plan to get that done in the next week or two and, you know, make a commitment to getting this shit done. And like you said, hitting the hammer. In the spirit of getting it done, I think the next accountability pod will do, which will be next week. We got to have it done by then. And yeah. at that point, we're in progress on it. I'm actually going to be out of town, by the way, all week next week. I meant to tell you that before we started the pod. So we'll probably so the following week. week after. But uh, yeah, we're but still going to have it done, done before I even go out of town. Yeah, so. yeah 100%. Still got to be done. Yeah. But then we'll t- we can talk about it the following week. Yeah, dude, I'm on the same page. I think through the... I like had a taste of being in the best shape of my life during 75 hard earlier this year. And then since then with the injury crap, which just turns into an excuse and like a less intense lifestyle, I'm hungry to get back and with you on the same page that, uh, figuring out how to weave doing the things we like and not having a, that being an excuse for being and operating at the highest level. I've been thinking about the days in terms of quarters and it's like, you can't let one quarter of the day, you know, if you're going to the rooftop in the third quarter, it can't screw up the fourth quarter and then definitely not the first quarter of the yes day. And if you start thinking about it in those chunks, you realize it's totally within your control to do everything you want. If you stop letting, if you take a quarters mentality to it and just win the next quarter, even if it loses the wrong word, but if you choose to use one quarter in one way, don't let it affect the next quarter. And then all of a sudden Dude, you're I back on track. That. Yeah. It's that good. That makes right? a whole lot of sense to me. It's a very simple concept and I love it because I love simple. <laughs> so <laughs> no, that, that makes a lot of sense. I, I definitely let the third quarter mess up the fourth quarter more often than not. And I yep. am done doing that. That's literally what I said earlier. And you just put it into much better words as you always do. Um, yeah, man, don't let the third quarter fuck up the fourth quarter. No. And the same can go for, well, never mind. That's a good place to stop with that. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> let's not make it more complicated. It's good when it's simple. And so, yeah, I we're on the same page. I think whatever the next season is right now, it needs to be full bore to to up level. And us doing it together, we have the benefit of having this podcast. Let's let's definitely get it done. Yeah, and the reason I texted you that last night too was because if you remember, I've told this story on the pod before, but and I've obviously told it to you many times before, but the first time I ever lost the weight when I was fucking 320 pounds, and I lost a hundred pounds was that at, right after that day that I was with you on the balcony. And I said, I'm, I'm fucking doing it. And literally I, I started losing weight the next day. And I just felt like the same urge yesterday night when I texted you, like I'm fucking doing it. So I'm going to get in the best shape ever. And I invite everybody listening to join us. I will say this. I've been slacking the last week a little bit. Um, I've had friends in town. Brad was in town. Nick was in yeah. town. I got and it's just a little bit more again it's an excuse it shouldn't be difficult but it i let it be an excuse and it's been slacking a little bit the last week and i got to tell you it's something that we talk about all the time and if you're not sick of listening to this you will be soon enough but <laughs> we it is so true how when you stop doing all the things that you know are good for you that maybe you don't want to do that like 
working out every day, eating healthy, reading. When you stop doing those things, like after, you know, a couple days of not doing it, like you're even the same day, you feel it. Like you really feel like lower energy and just not as good. And then the second you get back to the routine of reading 10 pages, working out, eating healthy, feeding your body nutritious foods and not shit, you feel better. Like happiness. I'm reading this book right now. Uh, What's the book called? Solve for Happy, I think it's called by maybe the CEO of Google, I think, or CEO. Yeah, Mogul. Yeah, it's called Solve for Happy. And basically, you know, he's saying how happiness is like everybody looks as, at happiness as something that you are searching for and seeking when in reality, happiness is inside of you. And it's like when I am treating my body right, it just becomes more clear to me. I don't, the similarity between the two or the connection between the two, the correlation, that's the word I'm looking for. It just seems more clear to me that happiness is inside of me when I'm treating myself right. It's not like this major epiphany. I know happiness is inside of me. I know it's not something I'm looking for. It's not, I'm I'm not going to get a house and be happy. I'm not going to get a car and be happy. Sure. It will be exciting in that moment, mm-hmm. but what makes me really understand is when I'm treating myself right. And it's just easier to, do you know what I'm saying? Like what I'm trying to say, you always put things into words better than me, but what I'm trying to say is when I'm treating myself well, I understand how much easier it is to be happy than when I'm treating myself like a piece of shit. I think it has a lot to do with just the natural state that you operate in. I think there's, I connect happiness with equanimity a lot and equanimity being the, regardless of the situation you're in, like you could be in a house that's burning down and you still feel this state of calm collected. You're in the present moment. Your mind's not turning and running on things. And I think that state of like calm and present is one of happiness. And I think it's only achieved when your body is in the right state. Cause I think the ultimately the point you're making, there's two pieces to it. I think there's one, like the physical state of your body, not being inflamed. Like when there's a war being waged in your body against the food, basically the food that you're eating, you naturally have a sense of discomfort. And it's very hard to be happy when the inside of your body is telling you that you have a big problem. I think it actually just prevents the happiness. And so you got to solve for that. And then small things that build your confidence. It's this, all the things that are in the locus of your control that you can be controlling for. And sorry, I should add working out actually goes for both these, the physical state of just pumping good chemicals in your body that make you happy. And then to the small wins and votes for confidence that, you know, you're doing the things that are within your control that you want to be doing. And therefore that's just, I think those are just like small instantaneous triggers of happiness based on just brain chemistry. It's like these small wins that accumulate during the day that regardless of whatever bigger picture things are that are outside your control or whatever you're striving for or working against or the challenges in your life, when those two buckets and boxes are checked, things are, you just naturally have this propensity for happiness. So that was not, I didn't explain that any more simply than, than you did. <laughs> no, you I, did. No, you did. And I think the coolest thing about where I'm at now and maybe you're at and whoever else is like, 
I recognize it now versus when I was younger and didn't have this knowledge, I would just be unhappy and not know why. And now I know why. Like if I am feeling like shit, I know, listen, everybody has days. Sometimes you have a day when you are just super depressed and even if you're taking care of yourself and sometimes that just happens. But for the majority of the time that I'm feeling down, it's when I'm not taking care of myself. It's when I'm not keeping the promises to myself. It's when I'm full of shitty food. It's when I'm drinking alcohol. And I know now that there's a simple solution. And that solution is force Mm -hmm. yourself to do the things that you know make you feel good. Like eating healthy, restricting the shitty food that you eat, working out, not drinking. Like I know the cure now. And again, we've talked about this on the pod so many times, but it really is the cure. And I feel you could tell from my freaking energy today that I'm like, I'm cured because I've been doing, I've been back on my grind now. And, uh, man, it's just, I wish I could convey the feeling to anybody listening who maybe is feeling down and needs to feel better that when you force yourself to do these things that you know are good for you, like eating healthy, working out, not drinking alcohol, and reading positive books, maybe listening to positive podcasts or content or whatever, you are going to feel better. Like even if you are super down and having one of those days that I just mentioned where you just can't do anything about it, like you're still going to feel a little bit better. You might still be down, but you're not going to be as down. So just something to think about. And yeah, I guess one more thing I'll mention to you is, you know, if you have the opportunity wherever you live to just connect with the ground, I know I don't want to sound like some, you know, woo -woo it's a thing. This is, yeah, I know it is. There's like an electron transfer, but okay. So today I took a walk on the lake from my morning walk on the lake. It was like six 30 in the morning. I get out there and I took a little bit of a different route today. I went to, uh, the be- there's a beach in Chicago. Yes, there's a beach. If you're not, if you've never been here, it's it's awesome. Lake Michigan is massive and looks like an ocean. And uh, I took my shoes and socks off, and I just walked along the beach in the sand with the water hitting me on the ankles, and it was just amazing. Like it, it was just such a good way to start the day. And whether that's on grass, sand, water, whatever it is. I noticed that it really does improve my mood and I know that there's something to it. I know some people are still going to say it's woo woo or whatever, but I'm telling you like there is something about the energy of the earth transferring through your body when you are, when there's no barrier between you and the ground. So it's just something to consider if you've never tried it before, or if you just haven't done it since think about when the last time you stepped on the grass or the dirt or the sand is without shoes. Typically it's either when you were a kid or when you went to the beach or something like that. But other than that, it's, it's very rare. Like I, when somebody asked me that, I realized I'm like, holy shit, I haven't stepped foot on barefoot grass since I was a kid. And I lived in the suburbs. Like you can't do that down here in the city. It's filled with piss and shit. So becoming conscious of that was, was very interesting to me. And uh, I got to tell you, it, it felt really, really good. It's another simple way to to make yourself feel better. And even if I think there is like an actual physiology and electron transfer type thing, there's something with like ionization of the earth that it actually does make you feel better. But if that 
without even going into like those details, there's absolutely studies that just being in nature creates happier people. And so if you can go get a micro dose of that with taking your shoes off and going to the beach or the forest and being there in nature, there's absolutely, it's like a studied thing that it makes you happier. Well, there you have it, guys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there is a study thing that in nature, it makes it better. <laughs> oh man, I love it. All right, listen, I don't know if you got anything else to add today, Brad. All I know is this. I want to be the motherfucking best version of myself and I am going to do it by the end of the year. And I'm looking forward to you doing it as well. And I'm looking forward to anybody else in the audience that wants to join us to do it as well. We're going to do a couple Q and A's I think later this week, but on the next accountability pod, maybe we'll announce it on one of the Q and A's, but on the next accountability pod, for sure, we're going to announce our mindset mogul non-negotiables that me and Brad are going to do every day. And, uh, we're like, we always say we're on this mission to become mindset. I think, I think being a mindset mogul is a journey rather than a destination, like not to be cliche and use that, that characterization, but it's like everybody is in a different place at all points of their life. And we're always able to improve. And I think the idea of being a mindset mogul is just constantly wanting to improve and constantly wanting to level up the version of yourself that you are. And maybe somebody who has never worked out a day in their life doesn't consider themselves a mindset mogul. But if you have the hunger to improve and you actually start acting upon those things that you will improve, then you are a mindset mogul. Maybe you're 150 pounds overweight. Maybe you are doing absolutely nothing to better your life right now. But the second that you start taking action towards improving your life and having the outlook of leveling up the version of yourself as often as possible, that's when you become a mindset mogul. So you hear me and Brad talk about our mistakes and how we're not perfect and we're not a hunter. There's clearly many people that are way more disciplined than us who have not missed a single day of working out or had a single drink in the last 10 years. But we make this very clear to you guys all the time. Like we are on a mission to become the best version of ourselves. We're not perfect. We're not going to pretend like we're perfect. We're going to come on here and tell you the truth and be extremely transparent with you the entire way. So if I tell you this right now that I'm trying to be the best version of myself and I'm going to lose 30 pounds over the next two months and I gain 15 pounds over the next two months, I'm not going to pretend I lost 30. I'm going to tell you I'm a piece of shit and I gained 15 pounds when I said I was going to lose 30. Not going to happen, but I'm just telling you guys the idea of being a mindset mogul is just wanting to constantly improve yourself and level up as best as you can. So don't beat yourself up too bad. Yes, if you make a mistake, let it burn and realize that you fucked up and you know what the consequences of it are. But at the end of the day, as long as you are aware of that and you want to move forward and level yourself up, you are a mindset mogul. Sorry for the rambling, but that's all what I got to say. That was great. (laughs) That was awesome. All right, cool. Well, guys, if you got any value from this episode at all, even if you didn't, we would still appreciate it. If you liked our YouTube video, subscribe to the channel, comment. If you have a question you want us to answer on our Q&A, leave it in a comment or email that into support at mindsetmogul.com. Um, what else? Follow us on Apple, Spotify, Google. If you're listening there, leave us a five-star review. We appreciate you. Thank you so much. We will see you in the next episode. Take care. Take care.